kind of a football coach podcast. Today we have Coach Lazan on the podcast. Coach, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. We're here nice and early this morning. We got some little ones running around. It's fantastic. It's dad life. <laughs> That's, That's how right. we do it. That's awesome. So, Coach, the listener who doesn't know anything about you, would you please get a little bit of background, then we'll we'll go from there. Um, yeah, from a, from a coaching standpoint, um, you know, I got off to a really early start um, in my career. I uh, just happened to be in the right place in the right time, which I think most coaches know that you know sometimes that that's what you need. You need to be able to catch a break and. Um, I was 22 years old, and um, the coach I was I was helping out was an assistant for um, left to a different school, and no one uh, no one came out for it. Uh, so I I threw my name in the hat, and they kind of had no choice but to give it to me. And uh, you know, at that point, I got off to a, a really early start and was completely out of my league. But I didn't feel that at the time, um, and that confidence probably helped me. Um, you know, kind of pushed through all the things I didn't know, um, learned a lot. And here we are, you know, 12 years later, um, I'd moved on from the program that um, I had taken over at that time. I jumped up to the college world for about two years and then came back to high school um, as my family started to grow. You know, it's tough to balance the, the college world and uh, and raise a family as well. Some of them, some coaches can are able to do it. That one, that was a tough balance for me. So I uh, came back to the high school world, uh, went to Londonderry in 2014, um, and just finished my 10th season. Coach, that's awesome. Yeah, the college life is something that I've thought about, but just could never do it. Yeah, it seems like it's just a lot on coaches. Yeah, and I loved every minute of it, honestly. I, I love the idea of being around football. 24 seven. Um, so much of it is who you work for, you know, their beliefs, their philosophies on things. And, you know, I, I mean, I think some of it has changed even just in the last 10 years, you hear about a lot of coaches kind of uh, taking a different approach in, um, you know, kind of bringing families in and making sure coaches are able to spend time with them and whatnot. But I was a low man on totem pole when I had jumped in and, you know, you're going to be able to grind. And like I said, I, I enjoyed it. I just didn't realize at that time, maybe, you know, having a family, raising a family and um, and coaching and, and doing that grind at the same time was going to be that difficult. Uh, but I really enjoyed the football piece. Yeah, because that's recruiting. That's getting ready for recruiting visits. That's it's it. film after practice. I mean, I know high school coaches that do watch film after practice. I'm not one of them. But – we do. Uh, I don't, that's <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah. How do you do that? So talk to me about that. How do you get that done uh, with a family and your coaches and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, I mean, it helps. I mean, I'm four minutes down the road. Um, oh, okay. So, which is, is somewhat recent. You know, that's only been the case for the last, like, four years. But it's definitely helped a lot. So there's not much of a commute time. Um, and, you know, we we start practice at, you know, 3.30. Um and, and my wife actually runs the study hall after school. She's a teacher at the school. So she runs study hall for, for the athletes, mostly the football players. Um, uh, and and so that, that happens right after school. And, and some of them lift, uh, depending on which day it is, varsity, JV. Uh, then they go to practice. And right after practice, um, you know, different different days, we have different film sessions. 
and we just we just jump right into the film room right after uh and then we're home you know everyone's home by like seven o'clock or so um not all coaches stay for every film session uh but i'm usually there for that and uh you know i think for three months you know you, the days are you know 12 14 hours long but um then you don't jump into that recruiting grind like you do at the college level you know you have those a lot more off time in those other nine months and uh you know but my wife's built a little differently like if i'm not doing the extras she's like you guys gonna be all right this week are you over are you overlooking these guys like you know she like wants me to put in extra time that could just be oh man that's fantastic yeah that could just be you know maybe she's just trying to get me out of the house or whatnot but that's you know she tends to uh she she goes about it a little differently than most that's that's cool man i so do you guys use huddle i'm guessing to film your practices is that what you guys we do yeah yep yeah and we just go end zone camera only for practice oh wow okay i like that yeah we need to get an enzo camera (laughs) we need one so bad Oh yeah, you don't have one at all. Both. No, so we we just use the huddle focus camera for games, and then for practice, I have a manager or an injured player stand behind the offensive line with the iPad. Gotcha. Uh, but we don't have an end zone camera yet. That's something that we need to raise money to to buy because that's yeah. it's invaluable. Yeah, so. definitely. I mean, we essentially have the same thing. We just have the we have the stand um, mm-hmm. and the and the tower and. Um, we just do end zone and we only do certain parts of practice, but definitely, you know, the team sessions and inside run, things like that. But it's been a game changer. We started that in 2017 and, um, you know, like every coach, you know, you leave a practice or I used to leave a practice and be like, man, that was a really good practice. And now, you know, I pop on the film. I'm like, Oh my God, what, like, I don't right, know yeah. what I was, was not a good practice. And then vice versa. Sometimes I'm upset and ends up being great. That's fantastic, man. My little man's over here playing. He's doing his thing over there. He's going to be offensive lineman one day, I think. <laughs> I hope so. That's my prayer. That he's other lineman like Daddy was. Uh, yeah. So, Coach, talk about your program because you guys are excellent. You guys have been good for a long time. How have you gotten there, and how do you keep the program there? That's one thing I really admire about you guys. It's a great question. Um, how have we gotten here? Jeez, that's – you know, I, had a, I walked into a really good team in 2014, and had I known – then what I know now, I think maybe maybe we had won a, would have won a championship at that time, and um, maybe would have been even better. Uh, I don't think I was ready. I I almost did them a disservice, um, and that always bothered me. You know, I felt like I got out coached, and just has always kind of been a thorn in my side. And we're always trying to get a little bit better each year. We're constantly looking at what we have coming up, not just the following year, but the the next few years and trying to adjust the system and make some uh, changes for our personnel. Um, and I think that's helped. And then just just not making the same mistake twice, you know, like we see that the difference filming some of the practices has, has made for us. So now it's about, okay, how do we implement getting film of practice every single day? Um, things like that. And just, just constantly constantly getting better, uh, constantly learning more and more about the game. I think that's what's kind of helped us because had I stayed as the same coach and our staff had kind of stayed the same since we were 2004, since we were in 2014, I don't know if we would have gotten to where we have, but um, we've, we've made a lot of mistakes along the way. Sustaining has been extremely hard. And like at the end of the day, it's not, it's not necessarily about the coaches. It's, 
it helps to have great players. You know, it's, it more than helps. That's really the reason. Um, but we haven't gotten in the way um, as much as we used to. Um, so I would say, uh, you know, having great players, building the culture. Um, and I think our, our culture is really built around if you put in the work, there'll be a reward for you at the end. Um, there's also a consequence if you don't. And it's about the last standing thing in the world, I think, that, you know, at, in athletics, that you can hold people accountable. Um, and there's no cheating the game and the work that you put in. Um, and I think our kids really have bought into that. Um, you know, they may not be the best player at their position, but if they work their butt off for four years, we're going to get them on the field in some way, somehow. And I think our numbers continue to grow because of that type of mentality. Um, and obviously in numbers comes more competition um, with the talent we have, makes practices more intense, more competitive, and just brings out the best in you. Um, not to mention all the work that they're putting in the off season and our coaches are willing to grow. And so all those combination of all those things and the support in which we have um, in the school and the town has just really helped us uh, sustain it so far, but it's, it's way more challenging sustaining than it is building in my opinion. So um, constantly trying to continue to motivate them and, and keep them hungry. Um, that's, that's definitely been the challenge. Coach, that's good. So you guys won the state championship this year. I watched that uh, game. Man, what a heartbreaker, we, coach. We went to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I thought we won it. Yeah, I yeah, went to it. Man, yeah. what a heartbreaker. Last, last, last two we've lost, yeah. Jeez, man. I'm sorry to bring up, like, traumatic experience, but that was – gee, was, you guys played a really good game. And I saw you played four quarterbacks this past year. Is that what I read? It is, yeah. Yeah, I know. That sounds crazy. I know. Uh, first time ever I've always played one <laughs> up until this year. Uh, but, yeah, it's just uh, – yeah. It, there's a lot of reasons I did that, but, um, you know, the main thing was those four quarterbacks kind of dedicated a lot, a lot of time to me. Um, you know, we work our quarterbacks pretty hard in the summertime and we just happen to have four really talented kids, um, that all played key roles for us in other, other spots. And, uh, yet they gave up six days a week in the summer. Um, skip family vacations. Not that I ever asked them to do that, but like they, they could sense the competition and they, they never wanted to take their foot off the gas and they just worked their tails off. Um, our two juniors are extremely talented and, and the two seniors were great leaders and did everything we needed them and asked them to do. So therefore I was kind of stuck and they all played really well in the preseason. And I was like, you know, our tailback was more of a, it's probably more of a scat back. He was not a great, you know, downhill 20 times a game type of kid. So we had to adjust the system essentially inverted it and like kind of add our running back more as an edge guy and our quarterbacks more straight downhill. Um, and in order to do that, you need more than one. So I was like, you know, why not just kind of rotate, rotate these guys through packages and, and continue to be able to run downhill with them and, and kind of treat them like the running back of the system. And, uh, and that was kind of what we went into this year. That's awesome. How involved are you with your defense? Um, you know, I think I'm more involved throughout the off season, throughout uh, the preseason. Get, I'm big time involved with uh, personnel, uh, but when it comes to um, you know making the the weekly changes, um, I've let my defensive staff grow. 
Um, I used to be uh, a bit of a probably a micromanager in that in that sense um, on that side of the ball, but I've grown to completely trust them and they do a great job. They run everything by me throughout that on, on that side of the ball. But I think, uh, you know, I've really just I used to be switching over in the headset left and right on in the game. And now it's I kind of listen to them and what they want to do. And I trust them and they've done a phenomenal job. They just you know, they know they're bringing it to me at some point that week and then we're going to go over everything and I'm going to ask every question in the world and they're going to, if they have all the answers, then I'm like, all right, you're great. I coach the defensive line. So obviously I'm, I'm involved. Uh, but from the play to play, that's all uh, my defensive staff. That's awesome. I'm assuming you call offensive plays. Is that yes. correct? That's yep. awesome. What do you coach an offense coach? The quarterbacks quarterbacks that's right you said that that's fantastic so quarterback d-line coach head coach i love it yeah Yeah. no i love the d-line and i you know obviously your o-line guy based on what you said uh, so um you know i think you have to be able to to be an offensive line coach or have the ability to be an offensive line coach as an offensive coordinator you have to know that that inside run game and when i was uh early on in my career when i was 23 my second year my offensive line coach was standing at that linebacker depth area in practice and he got run over, broke his leg and couldn't coach the rest of the year. So at 23 years old, I kind of got thrown into the fire and had to take over the offensive line. And that was probably the biggest year of growth for me. Um, You know, I'm sitting there like, how was I calling plays and not understanding all of this, you know? And then uh, me and my offensive line coach laugh now, Uh, not that he was with me back then, but, I always go back to, you know, when I coach offensive line and he kind of like rolls his eyes and it's like, uh, you know, my big thing was I I need you. I'm going to get you to the right spot. How I'm going to do that at that time, I had no idea, you know, like the technique in which it was going to take to get there. But we were always going to block the right people. So whenever we whenever we don't block the right person now, I always bring it up about when I was the offensive line coach back in the day. That's awesome, coach. That's so that's so good. Good, good microphone i think that's better um so always the tactical difficulties there for one second um talk about being an ad too coach because that's got to be a lot yeah that's uh this is my first year doing that um i took over in march so smart coming up on my first full year but um yeah it's been uh it's been a learning curve really to to try to um just kind of figure all those things out in I'd say the biggest challenge for me has been making sure all the coaches in all the other sports know that I'm not favoring football and that we're not any different than anybody else. And, um, but there's just that constant, you know, stigma to it. If you're the football coach in the AD that they get all these things and it's, you know, I've actually, and I told my players that I'm like, I'm going to hold you to a different standard and a higher expectation. And, um, I'm going to be extra hard on you guys and you're not going to get any special treatment ever. And that goes for uniforms to behavior to everything. And, um, and I feel like that's that proving to people that, um, that that's my mindset is, has been probably the biggest challenge balancing the work piece and, and football, that's been no different. I've always had a job throughout. And so there's always tasks to do as, you know, whatever job you do and, and balancing football at the same time is always a challenge, but, um, I think the, the biggest part in that is turning my mind off from football. You know, as you're sitting there, you're almost on autopilot, you're doing work or whatever it is that you're doing and your mind's like scheming up 
how to throw an RPO off of counter and like, well, if this guy does this and, you know, it's just like you're thinking about those things nonstop and I, I just don't have that off switch. So it's just a matter of uh, getting through the day and getting my work done and not making any mistakes while I think about football too. Yeah, that's got to be hard. As a, I'm an assistant principal at our place and I deal with the same thing. It's I need to be doing student discipline or getting ready for testing, but I'm thinking about how do I, how do we block power this week? You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, how do not that we run power per se? How do we run off tackle, right? Down yeah. and kick. Exactly. Uh, you know, we, do we, we don't really run RPOs off a of counter, but as an example, yeah. Right. Of um, course. Yeah. 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 Hundred percent. My mind. You know, and that's that just goes to show that we obviously should be doing what we're doing because mm. you know it's it's um, that important to us that that it's on our mind all the time and we can't turn it off. And I think that's you know what is the first piece to making a good coach. You know, in, in any sport, and that's the biggest thing. We're not, you know, as an AD, you, you see these other coaches, and if they're thinking about their sport all the time, like that's what I want. That's that's a great thing, and then we can get them in their program to, to have success. Um, so I would never want to take that, that football piece away, no matter what I did, because I, I love it too much and, and it's on my mind all the time. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's a tough balance for sure. Uh, obviously you can relate. Yeah. And football is such a cool thing. Cause I mean, I'm here in Appalachia, you're in the Northeast and we're talking about mm-hmm. the same thing and yep. the same passion. And that's a, that's one of the beauties of the sport, man, is we're just, exactly. we're about it. You probably do it, you know, differently, but also the same. I've never seen you guys play, but I'd imagine, you know, it's it's funny. Like we all sit and talk and we're all talking the same thing, but we're using different terminology and how we do it and techniques and things like that. But we're all running power in some way or another. Um, so it's a, yeah, I, I love that about it. And I love that the game is constantly evolving and you've got to evolve with it. And um it's uh it's truly like a chess match you know i was a baseball guy growing up and that was probably my best sport um loved playing it hated coaching it because there's just no major coach involvement at least how i felt in comparison to football um you know you make some great in-game strategy adjustments and whatnot as a baseball coach but you got to kind of let the game just happen in football i'd say you know a coach you know, throughout the week and in the game might have close to 25% of an impact in the game, which is, which is big, you know, of course it always comes down to Jimmy's and Joe's and their execution, but coach has a big part in that. Absolutely. Coach coach, do you have any wisdom for somebody looking to get into coaching football? I like to ask this question to guys and see what they see what they say. Um, yeah, I just got an email from, from a young guy a couple weeks ago asking that same type of question. And that was, I told him, I was like, I'll do my best to answer this in one email, but, you know, wisdom. Um, sometimes it's not all about what you know. It's about who you know, and creating those connections um, is extremely important. Um, I'd say the things I've learned the most have been just in conversation about football. Um, so just sitting with football guys and just talking and not being afraid to ask questions uh, everybody's scared to be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Can you explain that differently? Because we all say it differently. Um, and too many guys will will yes me to death when I'm explaining something to them. And then we walk out of the room, they have no idea what I was saying. I'd rather them 
say, coach, like, I, I, I don't get it. Like, you know, and then I'll find a different way to, to explain it to them. Um, and I think that's, that's been lost. Too many guys are scared to ask those questions. And we have a lot of young coaches on our staff that I like to mentor. And I am constantly on them. Like, don't like, I'll, I'll ask questions. Let me, let me explain it. So it, it makes sense so that you can understand step two and step three, because if we can't learn step one, then there's, we know we can't move on. Um, and just, oh man, just uh, being a great assistant coach, uh, being a loyal assistant coach, you know, if you if you don't do a good job where you're at right now, you'll never get to the next place. And I made that mistake. I went into college so worried about trying to climb that ladder that a coach had kind of said to me, you know, do a great job where you're at right now and you'll get that next job. And I was so fixated on that next job. I wasn't doing a great job where I was at. And um, and that always kind of stuck with me. And, and I try to pass that along to the to the guys. Um, just do a great job with whatever tasks we give you. And then always be loyal to the head coach, even if, if you're not in support. Um, it's the biggest red flag when, you know, an assistant's kind of bashing the head coach. Like, well, we should be running this or we could be running this. You're in those meetings, too. You have the opportunity to say that. And at the end of the day, you got to support that coach and whatever decision he makes, whether you believe in it or not. And, uh, you know, I think that that goes a long ways. Coach, thank you. Thank you for coming on this morning. I really appreciate this. You're you're full of wisdom and I really appreciate it. No, long, long, long ways to go. A lot to learn, um, but try to take every experience I can to talk football. And, uh, you know, that's I appreciate you having me on and giving me that opportunity. Absolutely, Coach. I'm going to take care of this little one. I appreciate you, my friend. Absolutely. Enjoy your day. Thank you.